Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, unto us a child is born. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion. For great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 147 on page 522. O praise the Lord, for it is a good thing to sing praises unto our God. Yea, a joyful and pleasant thing it is to be thankful. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem, and gather together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth those that are broken in heart, and giveth medicine to heal their sickness. He telleth the number of the stars, and calleth them all by their names. Great is our Lord, and great is his power. Yea, and his wisdom is infinite. The Lord setteth up the meek, and bringeth the ungodly down to the ground. O sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving, sing praises upon the harp with the, unto our God. Who covereth the heaven with clouds, and prepareth rain for the earth, and maketh the grass to grow upon the mountains, and herb for the use of men. Who giveth fodder unto the cattle, and feedeth the young ravens that call upon him. He hath no pleasure in the strength of an horse, neither delighteth he in any man's legs. But the Lord's delight is in them that fear him, and put their trust in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise thy God, O Sion. For he hath made fast the bars of thy gates, and hath blessed thy children within thee. He maketh peace in thy borders, and filleth thee with the flour of wheat. He sendeth forth his commandment upon earth, and his words runneth very swiftly. He giveth snow like wool, and scattereth the hoarfrost like ashes. He casteth forth his ice like morsels, who is able to abide his frost. He sendeth out his word, and melteth them. He bloweth with his wind, and the waters flow. He showeth his word unto Jacob, his statutes and ordinances unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation, neither have the heathen knowledge of his laws. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 62nd chapter of Isaiah. For Zion's sake I will not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest, until her righteousness goes forth as brightness, and her salvation as a lamp that burns. The Gentiles shall see your righteousness, and all your kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. You shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no longer be termed forsaken, nor shall your land any more be termed desolate. But you shall be called Hesiba, and your land Belula. For the Lord delights in you, and your land shall be married. For as a young man marries a virgin, so shall your sons marry you. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem, they shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord do not keep silent, and give him no rest till he establishes, and until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. The Lord has sworn by his right hand, and by the arm of his strength. Surely I will no longer give your grain as food for your enemies, and the sons of the foreigner shall not drink your new wine, for which you have labored. But those who have gathered it shall eat it, and praise the Lord. Those who have brought it together shall drink it in my holy courts. Go through, go through the gates, prepare the way for the people. Build up, build up the highway, take out the stones, lift up a banner for the peoples. Indeed, the Lord has proclaimed to the end of the world, say to the daughter of Zion, surely your salvation is coming. Behold his reward with him and his work before him and they shall call them the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, and you shall be called sought out, a city not forsaken. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee the Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. 
O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the 18th verse of the second chapter of the epistle of 1 John. Little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is the Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Therefore, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised to us, eternal life. These things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. But anointing... The anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true and is not a lie, and just as it is taught you, you will abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he appears we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. Here end at the second lesson. O oh, be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O oh, go your way into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and speak good of his name for the lord is gracious his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth from generation to generation glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen i believe in god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth and in jesus christ his only son our lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
The Lord be with you. Thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. In our Isaiah lesson, God uh, talks about the redemption he is going to accomplish in Israel. In Isaiah, the setting now is Isaiah is talking to a to a nation that's a, that's in exile, uh, and um, it's it, it's it's it presumes the position of Israel in the Babylonian captivity, um, and that was the, the sending into exile was in God's eyes like sending a wife away, a, a wife forsaken. He he turned his face away from his bride because of her unfaithfulness and sent her away into exile. And he's promising now in some of these chapters of Isaiah, we've been reading the, the way he's going to bring them back. So she was forsaken and now she'll not be forsaken. She'll be again a beloved wife. And this this is one image that, and, and Isaiah also picks up the image therefore of, of, of the return from exile of Israel is characterized by as God reconnecting to his bride, revaluing re her and loving her again. And that's the, the, the image of salvation. It, it's picked up um, it's picked up in the in the Psalm 147 where um, the Lord doth build up Jerusalem and gather together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth those that are broken in heart and giveth medicine to heal their sicknesses. Um, and when we begin to envision the ministry of Jesus as he goes through Israel, calling people to repent. So in, in the larger scheme of sort of Advent and Christmas, the way that that, that, that exile is undone, exile is, is this distant from God caused by sin. And so now God calls people back through repentance and faith. And those who will turn to him and put their trust in him, which 
as Jesus walked through Israel, tended to be people on the margins who were in, in aware of their need, turned to Jesus in repentance and faith, and that became the foundation for the new Jerusalem that Jesus built up. And then in 1 John, we're given some, some details about this. And the specific thing that, that John talks about um, is this anointing you have. And the word for anointing in 1 John here is charisma, from which I get our word charismatic. And, and what he simply means is it's the gift of the Spirit. And the idea that, as we said yesterday, the yesterday's Isaiah lesson said, you know, the Spirit of the Lord, well, actually, maybe Sunday's lesson, I'm getting my Sunday lesson. Uh, the Sunday's epistle will say, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That Spirit that's on Christ to as the Messiah, that's what makes him the Messiah, he shares with us through baptism and in confirmation where we're literally anointed. This is the, the gift of the Spirit through which we also receive that that chrism that 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 gift of the spirit which which draws us into christ and what saint john is saying is that that gift of the spirit uh that anointing gives us understanding and so it's interesting what when john talks about antichrists those who oppose christ and he says you can you can know who has the spirit of this antichrist because they go out from us and so John, John conceives here clearly of the community of the church, the regathered Israel, as those who, who exist in community around the apostolic doctrine, around the practice of love, the new commandment that you love one another, and a sign that somebody is not of that body is that they went out from us. They don't, they don't walk in the, in the authentic doctrine of the faith. And so this this is um, and he says an interesting thing um, that that you don't really need anyone to teach you the truth um, because you you know that you have this anointing that gives you this intrinsic knowledge of what is right. Now this can be a dangerous thing because we can hear it in our time that that you know each of us individually can perceive the truth and decide what it is. But for us it's um, it's that unity and truth is 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 summed up in the apostolic doctrine the, the, the scriptures the creeds the liturgies of the church which unite us it's the spirit that dwells within us that makes us aware that that is true and brings us to embrace it and enter into it and stay in the community and when somebody leaves that apostolic doctrine and practice and goes away that's the indication that they that they are not of the of the gap regathered Jerusalem. So it's not like each of us individually can determine the truth, but that the anointing we have is what draws us into the authentic community. And one, one thing we should note here is there's distinction in, in, in leaving in, in the sort of unity of the community between <clears throat> right doctrine with the creeds, you know, that, that um, right belief defines the church, one Catholic and apostolic church, so if we, if we were to hear heresy, we, that's something we should separate ourselves from. What most, most often, though, fractures the body of Christ in, in its local manifestations is not heresy, but someone gets offended. And I'm mad at you, um, or, or you know, who it was that maybe Father someone made me angry. And, and if that's not heresy, it's a different kind of thing. And part of the unity of the church 
is that we love one another as Christ loved us, the new commandment. And, and part of the unity is brought out in as we learn to love through those conflicts, those difficulties we have. That's what shows us to be really belonging to Christ because we don't want Christ to um, send us packing every time we kind of annoy him a little bit. We keep coming back wanting grace. So when somebody annoys us in the body, being loving one another as Christ loved us means even though we can't always easily patch things up, it means hanging in there, praying about it, finding ways to work it back together to, to, to at least coexist so that the body, the local body can reflect the love of God and therefore reveal itself as, as, the, true, as the true bride of Christ and not, and not um, as, as he says, well, confidence in the last day if we hold on to this, uh, this, this truth in, in the body together. So anyway, a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday. Thank you, Deacon. Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Yeah.
Have a great day, everybody.